Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Special friend of the show, Coach Scott Nagy, Wright State Raiders, the Horizon Champions once more. Coach, how you doing, man? Doing great. Doing great. Just just waiting to see who we're going to play. I hear that, Coach. Man, tell me this, man. Uh, how's this feel to go back again, man? Uh, you guys had a tough year in the Horizon League. First, we did a lot of, first, first, we did a lot of things. COVID once more a little bit there, man. And once again, man, you all got one championship in Indianapolis one, one more time again. Yeah, it's, I mean, uh, I don't want to say it's old hat because it's, it's every time you go, it's, it's great. It's, you know, it's my fifth time, but, but for, for all of these guys, except for one of our players, uh, it'll be their first time. And, and the, the player that had been previous was a red shirt that year. So, uh, you know, I, I think the question would be, how do we handle it? All those things I've been through it. I, you know, I can speak to some of my experiences of it, but I want it to be more than just, that was the experience. You know, we won the tournament. We went, we get to go to the civil tournament. I want it to be more than that. I want us to think about winning games and, and being prepared. And so as a coach, you know, you have to get your guys pulled back around because for two days they've had uh, everybody in their lives tell them how great they are. And, and it's my job to bring them back to earth and tell them there's things we need to work on. And, and uh, I'm not interested in being satisfied and coaching guys that are satisfied. So there's work to be done. And this is a hard time of year to practice when you don't know who you're going to play and you have three or four practices in a row, it, it's really hard for the players. No doubt. And so, so how are you balancing coach between rest be rust, you know, get some weight room in, some shooting in. So, so guys yeah. still stay sharp and not lose their right. edge. Well, it, yeah, I think everybody has different philosophies on it. We uh, like today, we took yesterday off. We normally would when we play two games in a row today, we did what we call legs and lungs where all the drills, there's no, no physicality, but all the drills were, uh, fast pace, running, uh, just keeping their lungs, keeping them in shape. And then tomorrow we'll get after it. We keep it pretty short, between 35 and 45 minutes, but we go hard. Uh, we, you know, we tell the guys, you know, don't go 75%. That's how you get hurt. Go 100%. There's a loose ball. Go get it. Uh, and, and then, I, you know, I'm a little quicker on the whistle to make sure that, that people don't get injured, those kind of things. But I think in order to stay sharp, you have to go hard. Most definitely, Coach. I, I tell you what, I, I see it with, with our team with the Hawks here, man. 45 minutes, go hard. That's all you got to do. 45 minutes, we, then we're done. So right. that's what Coach Bill tells us all the time. Go hard. 45 minutes, we, we're out of here. And for you, Coach, you, you, you guys played close games against Oakland, Cleveland State, and Northern Kentucky during the league year. So yeah. how is that used as a, as a foundation and a refocus and help your guys say, hey, we've been close against these guys, so play two here and there. We can get the job done. The, uh, you know, our last three games uh, th that we had to win, I mean, we had to beat three teams that all had 20 wins. And so, you know, we were playing good teams. Oakland, we had beaten twice, so we had to beat them a third time. And then when we played Cleveland State and Northern Kentucky, they had beaten us twice. And so, 
you know, I, they always say, ah, it's hard to beat a team three times. I say it's hard to beat a team once, you know, much less three times. Uh, you know, all good teams. The, the, the one thing I think that really helped us, you know, in the championship game, we were down 16 in the second half, and it didn't look very good. We weren't playing well, and they, they were playing great. And, uh, but, but we had, we, we've had several games this year and, you know, not that that should be a strategy to get down in the second half, but we've had several games this year. We've been down in the second half by, by double digits, 14, 12, 20. Uh, and we've gotten back in all the, all of those games. And so our players, uh, you know, knew we could do it. They, there wasn't any panic. There wasn't, you know, they didn't give in a discouragement, which I think is easy for them to do, but they didn't in, uh, they just started playing, you know, they just started playing in the championship game. They, they quit thinking and, and started playing on instincts and, and it didn't take us very long to make up the deficit. That coach in the huddle doing timeouts, who was the main vocal guy of the, of the players? Because there's a lot of things are play, player led. So in yeah. those huddles, who, who was the main ones hyping the guy saying we got this and we're good? Uh, we have several guys. I mean, you know, we, we, we have four guys that uh, are all juniors that have pretty much started here for now for three seasons and, and uh, played a lot of minutes together. And so they're, they're the ones, you know, and, and you're right. I, I tell them this time of year, I should have very little voice on any of it. It's, it's your guy's team. It's your guy's deal. It needs to be your voice. These practices need to be yours. The huddles need to be yours. And it is, you know, those guys, the, you know, they, they just kept a level head. They kept talking about that. Uh, and they're the ones that did it. It wasn't the coaches to everybody else. It was the players. Most definitely. Cause I already said coach and I play football myself and I know how it is. When the players are, are doing the coaching and checking each other, so you have a, a great team. Right. When the coaches have to be heavy-handed, you, you know what kind of guys you have. And right. I believe in a player-led environment leads to success. And like you you said, a culture. You've gave the guys the, the tools to work with. Let's just go out and do it together as one. Actually, guys have been together through know, these battles. So I feel like I saw. I, was, I said I felt like when watching it on TV, two guys had a pause about you. She was that you all were okay. Though you were down, not the way not where you want to be, but you was okay. Yeah, and it you know it's it's been an unusual year for us in that uh, we started out very poorly. We were two and seven at one point, and uh, we we weren't very good. We were terrible defensively. And we, we've not been great defensively really most of the year, but we're, we're better now than we were. Uh, you know, we, we have a lot of good offensive players. Uh, but but the, the, the tough part for us was uh, we, had, we had six deaths in, in our, on our team, three fathers, uh, excuse me, seven, uh, three fathers, three grandfathers, and, and a grandmother. And all very close, uh, all, you know, people that are very heavy, uh, in, in, in our in our lives, and so we just went through. There were so many guys going through emotional things. One, you know, one of them was my dad, and uh, I lost him just before the season started. And and I wasn't a very good coach early because I was, you know, I I, I was not in a very good spot. Uh, and then you know we we had like I said a couple other fathers pass away, and 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 then you know grandparents, and uh, it, it, you know I. But the thing about our team is when we were two and seven. Our guys were still loving on each other, and I think it's easy, you know. You see guys get up, get up there at the podium after you win the championship, and everybody goes, "Ah, oh, we all love each other, and we've been through so much." And you know, I mean, you hear the same thing out of everybody's mouth. Uh, but but when we were two and seven, I was saying that about our guys. Our guys uh, were loving on each other. They were pulling for each other. They were holding each other up when they were going through some very difficult things uh, outside of basketball, uh, and they did for me too. You know, they 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 were there for me too, and and so. I think all those things made us stronger, did bring us closer. 
And I, I do really believe it's one of the reasons why we were able to win that is because, uh, you know, for us, when things weren't looking good, when we were two and seven, we still stayed together. And so when we're in a championship game, we're down 16. It was easy for us to stay together. I think you said something there, Coach. You know, when you have adversity, it's better to be, be close than not, not, not to get, get away from each other. Because I think right. sometimes when things go bad, the, the human mouse is to let's split and get away. But when you right. come closer and be in, in that grind, that box together to say, hey, we're going to get through this together. That's a whole nother level of true testing of team and love and connectivity. That should, should be very much an example for a lot of people outside of, this, outside of sports and in life, period. Right, right. And it, you know, it's obviously made it more enjoyable. Now, I, you know, I've been on teams that have faced adversity and split and, you know, somehow we still won games because we just have better players and, uh, but th this is a group that that has has loved on each other when it when it's been bad and uh, you know they haven't pointed fingers. Uh, I don't have you know generally I've coached a long time. I think it's my 27th year and usually I have a player that eats up all my attention. You know it's like every day this guy just is wearing me out. I don't have a guy like that on this team. And uh, uh, you know they all they all carry their own weight. They 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 come with good attitudes. They're not perfect. Uh, you know, and I got to sit on them, but but I don't have a guy that just eats up all my attention. It's just been a fun group, and it's by design too. I mean, we try to recruit that way, uh, where we don't have prima donnas and babies and people like that that we got to take care of every day. And we're we're just in a good spot, I think, as a team and as a coaching staff. And coach, look about Trey Calvin, defensively, offensively, get bringing to you on both ends of the floor. Tell us about that young man, what his impact has been, how he's growing as a player this year for for you guys. Yeah, I you know I would say. Uh, you know, it, it, where, where he's grown is as a man. And uh, from where he where he, he was last year, he, he didn't have a great season. He started for us at point guard. We, we had a great team, but he didn't have a great year. Uh, uh, he wasn't very efficient offensively, and, and he started out this year the same way. Uh, you know, and I, t I told him, I said, the only way our team is going to be good is if you're good. You know, and I, I believe in him. Uh, I know he's a good player, and he really started to play. And, I, you know, once we got in a conference play, he really started to play. And here, here of late, he's been tremendous and uh, could have very easily been the, the, the MVP of our, our tournament. Grant was, you know, another teammate. But Trey very easily could have been in the championship game. Trey kept – I mean, if it wasn't for him in the first half, we, we would have been toast. He kept us in it. Uh, but, but the reason he's, he's playing so well is because he's grown as a man. Uh, he's matured. He's, he's handling adversity way better than he did – uh, when he first came to us, he uh, he's a uh, probably a painfully shy young man. Uh, you know, he would hate to do an interview like this. This would be very hard for him, very quiet. Uh, but I've watched him grow. I've watched his voice get bigger uh, and his confidence grow and, and, and just grow as a man. And that's why he's been a better player because he's grown as a man. Let's talk about Grant. I mean, inside there, Coach, he's doing things for you offensively there. Drawing attention to other guys, getting guys like Tanner open as well, helping Trey out on the point there. Talk about what Grant means to you guys, man, what he does for you guys inside there. Well, a lot. I mean, it's it's nice to have uh, somebody that draws a lot of attention. That, that I mean, uh, you know, basketball, and you, you look at the NBA in particular, they've just gone away from post play. I mean, it's all exactly. spread it out and drive and kick and shoot threes. And we're kind of old school. We we like guys that can we can throw it to the post and it kind of calms everybody down. It's hard on the defense. You know, it forces the defense to help in. It gets guys shots on the perimeter. Uh, and you know, and Grant's one of those guys that can play with his back to basket, but he can shoot the ball too, and he handles it. 
good passer, six nine, long arms, uh, and, and you know has had had a great season. He was second team all league, very easily could have been first team. Uh, you know, he led the he was second league in rebounding. I think he was fifth in the league in scoring. He led the league in block shots. So so he's had a great year. Uh, and, and, you know, he, he was he had a tremendous tournament for sure. He's a tournament MVP. But it's just nice to have somebody to throw the ball into. We, you know, we have a lot of people that can post, but uh, he draws a lot of attention and he's taking better care of the ball, too. Yes. And he's a, a willing passer as well, which is good, because when you draw them double teams, you know, you want to make sure you're hitting the right guy. So I see his IQ has grown as well. Since he's been with you guys as well, using his man, finding the, the right guy and finding the right shot for you guys offensively. Yeah, and he, you know, I think for all our guys, they had, they had to learn how to play without our two-time MVP, Loud and Love. Uh, and, and early in the year, Grant turned the ball over quite a bit. He, he became the, the the center of attention. And uh, he, but but he's learned how to take better care of the ball. He knows when they're going to trap him, and he and he is a very good passer. No doubt, with Coach, I'll be cheering for you as always, man. Thank you for your time as always, and I hope to see you and maybe come to town, man. I'll shoot you a text as well offline here, so we can hook up when you come to town, man. Okay, look forward to it. Thanks. Coach, you be safe, man. All right. <laughs> Bye now. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.